Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, to the extravagant, the extraordinary, the wonderful Jedi Eternal Star Wars podcast. Here we are on episode number 54. I think that's what it is. <laughs> number 54, and I'm your co-host, Braxton Taylor, here with Andrew, who was once a gambler, and now he's a drinker, Bowen. Last episode, I was doing it, he was going to Nevada, so... Call him a gambler. Now as a drinker because I brought him one and only a Wild Bill's beautiful Rocky Mountain root beer. So, very long story, but Andrew and I love a good Comic-Con. And uh, long story short, uh, Wild Bill's was like this really awesome uh, little store. Like I don't even know what they call this. Like, vendor, I guess, at the Comic-Con. And he had a huge barrel for a, uh, for a, like, a booth. And he made his own root beer. And he re- recently started canning it. So... A Brian Andrew one and uh, relished in the good BO smelling uh, Comic Con memories. So, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Drew, how's it going? Are you done? <laughs> no, I mean I I have an entire podcast left to go. So no, I'm not. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, is you know taking a big sip of that root beer brought back so many memories, and <laughs> you know I could see I could see the the all the sweaty people just oh, all around yes. me and the that that wonderful Spandex. smell of bo and oh, yeah and uh and <laughs> dust and um grime <laughs> <laughs> like not showered for you know several several days or weeks and it's and wonderful i love it you know I you wouldn't it. have it any other way no it's, no it's, if it was a clean comic-con i don't think yeah. it'd be worth going so <laughs> I mean, that, that'd be a waste of time <sighs> it would be but it is good uh we do plan to go on uh, comic-con sometime oh, yeah. soon hopefully but Till that time comes, we're excited to be here, back in our studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, we're in um, a really awesome studio right now. Hey. <laughs> cough, cough. Watch your mouth. Hey. Um, <laughs> it's been an interesting uh, couple weeks. It has. We've, it has. We have not had an episode in a while. Um, but we're back, and we uh, we have a lot of, of news to catch up on. Oh, a lot yeah. of news. Yeah. A lot of rumors for you guys uh, to discuss. Now we're not doing a main topic because we have so much to talk about um, in news that like it's going to take up some time. So yeah, exactly. But lots of good things. And um, and just before we like get into uh, the news today, I do want to mention that we are now less than a month away from May the fourth, which is what we like to call Star Wars Day. Oh yes. And just like last year. We will be having a um, a live celebration of that. Uh, we'll be live streaming. Uh, we do not have all the details of what exactly that will consist of. Right. That will come as as we get closer. But you can guarantee we will be live streaming that evening, having a fun time, um, and we'll just be hanging out with you guys. So go ahead and just set that in your calendars, May yeah. the 4th. I believe it's a yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah, so that's kind of weird, right? But um but still hey we'll have fun for a while oh yeah we'll we'll go to bed (laughs) yeah yeah some some of us unfortunately (laughs) earlier than others but you know whatever (laughs) all right so um see before we get into the news i do want to just give a few announcements a few shout outs do things like that uh so first of all uh first and foremost we i just want to remind everybody that we do currently still have our jedi to eternal 2.0 
fundraiser going on right now. That's still active. It still probably will be indefinitely. Um, And we just want to boost that. If anybody would love to support us, you know, we've been kind of on and off uh, over the holidays and stuff that we understand that we're very sorry for that. But we obviously do plan on being back as as strong as possible. We do plan right in the very near future to start working on some uh, gaming videos and things of that nature. Um, But again, all of, all of our growth and all of that's going to be dependent on, our funds, unfortunately, that is, that is unfortunate as it is. So we wish we could just manifest it out of our desire <laughs> for Star Wars, but it just doesn't happen. So yeah. if you want to support us in that way, we would love for that to happen. Of course, we do have our merch out there as well. Um, all of those links are in our link tree, and uh, you can find that on Instagram and Facebook. So we would love for you to support us in that way if you want to. If not, just continue uh, listening, liking, sharing, doing all that good stuff, commenting, and we love that just as much. Um, one thing before we move to uh, news as well, I do want to give a shout out to... Uh, Dylan Goler. I, I apologize if that's not how you say your last name, Dylan. But uh, long story short, uh, we, I met Dylan a while back at a youth function for our church, and uh, he really likes our podcast. And he has a uh, he has a blog that uh, he has on I think it's Quora dot com and long story short he shouted us out on there and he's gotten you know he's basically saying that hey people come and support us so <laughs> Dylan we get to give hey, you cool. some great appreciation on yeah. that thanks, so Dylan. thanks for giving us the shout out man so. Without further ado, let's get into our scheduled programming. So, very first on our news this week is Ronin. An original novel inspired by Star Wars Visions is announced. So, Ronin, pretty cool. Like I said, uh, A, in case you're not familiar, uh, Star Wars Visions is a conglomeration of uh, Star Wars animated... um, movies, shows, whatever it is, it's going to be at the end of this year, and it's going to be anime, kind of anime style, and inspired by anime. It's actually supposed to be made by all the best anime creators in Japan right now. So that's going to be really cool. Obviously, Ronin, if you are familiar with that culture at all, is kind of like a, a rogue samurai. So... That's going to be pretty interesting. I'm not sure what it's going to have, uh, you know, what it's going to deal with, but Drew, do you have anything more on that for us? Yeah, so they're saying that um, it's coming out October 12th. It's an original novel. And um, it's inspired by one of the animated tales that's in Visions. And they said, just to be clear, this is not a novelization. This is an original novel. Mm. Um, So I think by looking at the date here, we can assume that Visions is probably going to be released sometime close, right? I would imagine so, Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do it differently depending on what what it is. Like sometimes they release books before mm-hmm. the before the show or movie comes out and like preparation, but sometimes they release things after. Right. And so, I'm not sure if this will be before or after that, but I would assume it's going to be somewhere close to that October yeah, 12th exactly. date for this book. I think it's great that they're releasing a novel for this. Um, I mean, why not, right? Yeah, exactly. I, mean, why not? I think yeah. I think it's cool that they're they're doing that. So we'll see we'll see what it ends up being. Yeah, I agree. I think it'd be really cool one way or another. I think it's gonna be cool to have any kind of new Star Wars content. And for anybody that's like me who does like anime and stuff like that, uh, you know, I'm sure it's gonna be a, a blast. I, I guarantee it. And uh, I, I've heard uh, speculations that Visions is supposed to come out in December, so that would that would kind of correlate. I would imagine it might be even a little sooner than that, and we're closer together with whether it's before or after. But it will be interesting to figure it out. So, yeah. All right. Moving on to our second story. Our second story is we have now, we now know the Obi-Wan Kenobi cast. Now this has been out for a little bit. Yeah. 
Um, so to, uh, most likely a lot of you that care about this and are listening probably know about this. Yeah, which we posted we, in our, our right, Facebook. Right, but we haven't like actually <laughs> so. discussed it, so we're just going to talk about that a little bit. But right. some of these will not be a surprise to you at all. Um, for example, Ewan McGregor. No way. Um, oh, <laughs> Hayden Christensen, which we already know about. Yeah. Um, we have Joel Edgerton, who played um, Owen. And we have uh, Bonnie. I don't know how you say her, say her name, but she was the one who played um, uh, played Baru mm-hmm. in the prequels. So mm-hmm. we're having them back, of course. Again, not really surprised. We kind of expected they'd be back, but it's still a nice confirmation there. But then we have a, a lot of new people too. Moses Ingram is one that yeah. Um, a lot of speculation going on about her role. Some are wondering if maybe she's going to be um, a a young Ahsoka for flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you know I could possibly see that. Some sure. think maybe yeah. she's going to be one of the one of the um, uh, Inquisitors. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about why some of that speculation is going on uh, later in our rumor <laughs> section. Uh, but we have uh, a lot of others, a lot of a lot of great actors and actresses that are going to be in this. Uh, you can go look and check out our Instagram or Facebook if you want to see that that full cast. We're mm-hmm. not going to name every single one of them here. But uh, again, like they're they're things are becoming real with this. And that's what's it, most stuff's exciting. actually coming out, being announced. Yeah, right. that's super like, exciting to actually see the cast is is a big deal and awesome i'm 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 so excited about where this goes oh man (laughs) i i there's not even words to say i mean obviously i know i'm speaking on equal terms with you like i know you understand but like it's just for those of you who are listening out there we are die hard kenobi fans like he is our favorite character in this uh, star wars saga and and always will be so -hmm. this again is like peak entertainment for us we're super excited now a lot of people have speculated as well and, and, and kind of rumored and theorized that uh, Liam Neeson would might be coming back as, as Qui-Gon Jinn. Of course, yeah. that was not confirmed in this uh, most recent uh, casting drop. Now, with that said, there still are rumors, though, and I'm not going to get into uh, anything because this is our news section, but there has been a new rumor, um, basically a new piece of media, because I'm not even going to say it because I don't want to be a spoiler just in case. But there's a new piece of media that's come out that has n- heavily nodded to the fact that he might be in the Kenobi series. So I'm not going to go into that further because it might be spoiler and it's just a rumor. But anyway, point is, is a lot of cool stuff is happening and I'm super, super excited to see um, what's going on with the Kenobi series as it moves forward. So so now let's yeah, see. Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well... I, I just wanted to say, like, I, I personally think, you know, if Qui-Gon ends up being in this, that's going to be one of those things they want to leave as a surprise, right? Sure. Yeah. So, like, yeah. that's going to be one of those surprise reveals because they don't want to they don't want to show everything right at the beginning. That's that's part yeah, of the right. magic of Star Wars, some of those surprises. And having Qui-Gon, having Liam Neeson back as Qui-Gon Jinn after all this time <laughs> right. is one right. of those moments that's going to be a, a big hype moment. Oh, man. And so they're not yeah. going to tell us. I mean, well, they'd be crazy to tell us if he's in it. Someone... Now, like Hayden, you could argue Hayden Christensen would be the same way, but Hayden Christensen is more of a is a 
I feel like you well, just have to know he's in this. Well, right? here's the thing, and, and this is something that you and I have talked about previously on this topic when this first came out, is that here's the difference, right? Vader is going to be a large part of this series. We just know that. He's going to be a large part. He might be yeah. in like almost every episode, potentially. Right. But with Liam Neeson, it very well could be maybe like a one, possibly two episode max, and he may not be even throughout the entire episode. So it would make more sense that if it's a surprise, surprise thing, that it would just be kind of secretive because he's not even a part of the true cast. You know what I'm saying? So it just makes sense that way. Yeah, definitely. All right. So our next piece of news for this week is that the Bad Batch, um, so the upcoming animated series that's going to be kind of following the events of uh, season seven of uh, those new characters that we saw in Clone Wars, um, the Bad Batch will begin with a 70-minute premiere. Why couldn't... uh, (laughs) Why couldn't Mandalorian follow this, right? But starting with a 70-minute premiere, and furthermore, it has at least 14 episodes, but possibly even more than that. So those of you who are excited about Bad Batch, which, I mean, I'm not, like, crazy hyped, but I'm somebody who is very excited to watch any, like I said, new Star Wars content. And following the animation style of Clone Wars, I think it's going to be a blast. But fact of the matter is we're getting a lot of it right away. Um, with 70 minute premiere and with 14 episodes. So I'm pretty excited about that. What do you think? Yeah, Drew? Well, yeah, the, the 70 minute premiere, that's, that's awesome. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I'm all about that. Like yeah. having an extra long episode and I mean, a normal Clone Wars episode is what? Like 20, 20 minutes, 22 20 at the, at the most. <laughs> yeah. And, and we're getting a 70 minute <laughs> first episode for Bad Batch. And based off what the, um, uh well ba- oh, so yeah so based off what um the oh, hold on so I'm trying to find out exactly who it was the composer Kevin Kiner um he revealed in an interview that he was working on episode 14 right now mm, okay and so if you look at it that way there's at least 14 at least episodes 14, yeah unless he's got his numbers wrong but you would assume he doesn't yeah um, exactly. So I would think it's fair to say this might be kind of going back to the, the original Clone Wars, uh, or not original Clone Wars, but the 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 beginning seasons of Clone Wars where you were like getting 20 like episodes. 20 episodes. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. So if we're getting, possibly getting 20 episodes of this season alongside a 70-minute first episode. Man. It's a lot of content. It's a lot of content, and, and I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here, here for it. <laughs> I I I think that sounds great. Oh yeah, give us a big long span of of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, weekly at with 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. That's gonna yeah. be wild. It is. It is. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm excited for that. <laughs> and and that will well, and potentially if they do it right, we're talking. Okay, let's look at it this way. Let's say there's let's say let's say there's 20. Right. So one a week. That's one a week like five months because like f- yeah. about four weeks of right into visions and then December. and then leading right into yeah. the book of boba Fett. which it makes sense it makes sense it makes sense there could be a yeah. couple weeks break somewhere in there but like right, for the most right. part they could be leading into us having more new star wars content for the rest of the year yeah and yeah i'm okay with that. yeah that's exactly what i was that's exactly what i was gonna say um you know i i think that they're planning that to where it's gonna last or it's gonna extend out until the next piece comes which could be which will be either visions or yeah. book of boba fett which we know we can look at what disney plus has been doing with mcu mm-hmm. um and and kind of see a similar pattern there where 
they have, for the most part, they're continuing to keep this MCU content going almost consistently with a couple of exceptions of a, a break of like a week or two here and there. Um, and now things have been kind of thrown off due to some date changes, but like for the most part, they're consistently keeping new content on right. Disney plus right. for MCU. And I think they're probably kind of following that same are wanting to get to a point where they can follow that same thing um, with star Wars and give people a reason to continue to keep their subscriptions. Well, I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay. So it just makes sense economically for them. Like I know as soon as Mandalorian quit, for the first time, like I just unsubscribed from Disney Plus because I had no reason. Oh, yeah, you weren't going to use it for. I had no else. reason. Uh, but but now, like you said, now that we're getting weekly content from Marvel, from Star Wars, from all this different stuff, it only right. really makes sense to keep it, right? So exactly. And if right. everybody yeah. keeps it, that's a lot of money in their it's pocket. Right in my knee. So yeah, I, I I definitely think that's where they're headed, and I'm all for it. You yep, anything else you want to say about that? I do not. Okay, now some bad news. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just kidding. <laughs> now oh, some, yeah. Now... I, I, I want to stop you because I don't want to get to this part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, oh, actually, were you supposed to? I think you were supposed to read that one. I just read the Bad Batch one. So. Oh, you did? Yes. So let go. I'm confused. Oh, my God. Just read it. I don't want to yeah. read it. <laughs> okay. Um, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga has been delayed. <laughs> Yeah, this is really disappointing. Honestly, this is really disappointing. Um, this is something that we were like banking on heavily that's going to have the spring 2020 launch date. And he, I remember Andrew sending it to me like almost right on the date of uh, April 1st. And I was like, dude, if you use this joke, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, but uh, yeah, it was very disappointing. It was very disappointing to hear. Yeah, so basically they, they said they need more time. Uh, I mean, I get it. And get it. they're just they're not going to be able to make the intended spring release date. They'll provide updated launch timing as soon as possible. See, and like here's the thing, and this is something I've said a long time. I will always support a game developer that recognizes that they have a subpar product and they say, hey, we recognize this is important to people, that people want to play it, they love it, like it, want some more of it. And therefore, we need to take our time and really work on this. And I get that. I'm, I wholeheartedly back that because um, this is a big deal. I mean, people are like, oh, it's a Lego game. But, I mean, it is the culmination of the entire Skywalker saga. I mean, for a lot of people like you and I, we grew up playing these games. And so it is a big deal that every single movie, one through nine, is being represented in this game. It's going to have all the newest uh, technological enhances for Lego games. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So it's important to us. I get it. The only thing that scares me is the fact that they don't have any indication as yeah. to when this is going to come and, out. And why? And why exactly? Why is that exactly? It, I mean, if they were, if they went from saying oh, this is going to release sometime in spring to not. We don't know. We don't know, <laughs> and that's yeah. that's really interesting to me. Um, Something had to change, or whatever yeah, that may be. Yeah, I hope know. there's not big issues going on in the background, right? Um, but like, because because I, I I personally feel like a safe bet would just be say this is now releasing in the fall, right? But the fact that they won't say that. Makes you wonder: Is this going to get pushed back to next year? It better not. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I mean, oh, wasn't man, this originally going to be released? I thought in, in fall of last year. Yeah. Wasn't that the original plan? I, I can't I'm, even remember. I'm fairly at this point. certain that it's it been was. delayed a couple times. I believe. I um, mean, why? Why and, not ride off the the wave of episode nine? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now we're sitting like over a, a year plus of of it being out and stuff like that. Or well, yeah. Um, 
So anyway, more than that, yeah. So point is, is that, you know, I don't know. At this point, it, they have no reason to like push it out now. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like they can take their time with it. So yeah, I think, like you were saying, you know, this is an um, this is an important release to me. I think there's, I think this needs to be really good. And oh, hundred percent. And so, you know, if they have to take more time, so be it. I'm never going to be somebody that's that's screaming at them to hurry up because I I get like rushing rushing a game never works out well <laughs> yeah uh, we've seen that firsthand yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> um you know don't rush your game take your time with it let's make sure it's the best possible thing mm-hmm. it can be but with that like be um be honest with us and and just be clear about like what's going on that's the only thing i ask <sighs> right from a developer right. is like just kind of let us know what, what what's what the going status on. is yeah I what mean, the status is th- there's no need to hold all these pretenses and get everybody's hopes up and then all of a sudden just pull the rug from out from pull the rug from out underneath them i don't know how you say that but then you know and then leave them sitting on the rear end and disappointed you know all the while you could be like as we're approaching this day we don't know that it's gonna uh, you know right happen but hold on da, 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 you know give us the updates and i think we would appreciate that a lot more so yeah <laughs> so very important game super excited to play it whenever it does come out so hopefully you know we had the sad news but seeing kind of the light at the end of the tunnel hopefully that means it's gonna be even better game than it would have been so i I truly hope so. I uh, I agree. So let's move on to our uh, penultimate news piece today, and that is Star Wars Thrawn Ascendancy Trilogy will end with the title Lesser Evil. Drew, as a Thrawn book reader, please tell us more about this. So I have to say I'm really shocked they did this. Um, why? It's it's really interesting to me. The second novel has not been released yet, and they <laughs> right. already go ahead and give us like a a cover and name for the third one. They just want to get it over with. <laughs> I, I found that very interesting, and it's um going to be released on November sixteenth. Mm-hmm. So uh, towards the end of the year, we'll be getting that the finale of this trilogy. Um, you know, I. The first one was is okay. Wow. Um, How could you? <laughs> it is fine. So we'll see. We'll see where where it goes from here. Maybe it'll be a little more exciting. Um, mm-hmm. But I I what I do think could be interesting about this this trilogy is if it ends up some of what's going on in it has um, important implications for for what we see of Thrawn in the future of Disney Plus series. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm hoping some of this all ends up tying together. I, I, I hope that's what they're doing with this, and it's not just going to be backstory because, I mean, backstory is fine, <laughs> right. but like, I'd like for this to have a little more meaning than what we truly realize well, right again, now. Well, again, like, what, what's the point? If it doesn't lead into what we're going to see in the future, then what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, people love Thrawn. I know there are people who really love Thrawn, but at the end of the day, having th- an entire trilogy of just his backstory, does I mean... What does it lead to, especially if we're going to get him as he's older from what we've ever even seen? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That is that is a, that is a weird way to do it for sure. Yes, it is. Um, my um, my recording program here is doing something weird. I hope we're oh, okay. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> we've been having some issues with it in the past. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to like pause it really quick, and then we're going to just keep going. But I just want to make sure and see if anything is messed up. 
Okay. Okay. So hold on a second, yeah. everyone. Just just sit right there. Sit tight. We'll be right back. I think we're back. <laughs> and just like that, ladies and gentlemen, the power of technology it's, with a snap of a finger, we're it's back. It's still like not running smoothly. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So hopefully the audio is not glitched up. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> well, so anyway, let's just go ahead and proceed on as if we're fine. Yeah, might okay. as well. So, bring us to our final news piece, my good man. I would love to. That would be so great. Go ahead. Uh, so we're gonna talk. <laughs> go ahead and get her to an end. It would be so great. To do it. Uh, we got a new audio original coming, and wow. this is gonna be um, in during set during the High Republic, um, deb- debuting this fall, called Tempest Runner. And this is going to be focusing on a Nile villain. Um, so it's a story about one of the villains from the Nile. And it says that it's one of the leaders amongst the Nile. She's always looking over her shoulder for threats, either from the Jedi or the Nile themselves. Mm-hmm. And this will be written by Kevin Scott. So that guy's really busy. He's doing a lot of different things with Star Wars. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Um. <laughs> I wish they were just writing another novel. Why? Why do they have to keep making these ori- these audio originals? You're just so biased against audio books. I am. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm biased, but it's just like now I'm gonna have to either listen to it or I'm gonna have to wait until they release finally release a script for it. And like, if they're gonna do this, at least just release the script at the same time. Jeez. Come on. Now I gotta. Come on, people. Now Think. I either have to now I, yeah. he actually has to do something he doesn't want to do. Come yeah. on. No, it's, it's absolutely horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Oh boy. It's fine, I guess. But it's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah, Some people whatever. really like audiobooks. Yeah, right? yeah, whatever. So. <laughs> You're not the only person who likes Star Wars stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what, so, well, what's your thoughts on it? Are you are you gonna listen to it? I couldn't care less. <laughs> I figure if it's good enough, you'll tell me, and I'll probably get into it. I have no, no desire. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to be and honest about all of it. All of that. And then, <laughs> what's your time? I couldn't get it. I literally, you know, I just like making you feel uncomfortable or whatever, you know, or calling you out. You're the resident book person. I mean, good grief. This isn't even a book. It's It I, sort of is. It's an, it's audio. an audio book. I don't even know why. Okay. Why is something called an audiobook when it's not even being released in book form first? It's not my problem. <laughs> Some for bigger brains figured out. I don't know. It's an audio It's an audio drama. Okay. I, I I can go with that with that title. But they're calling this an audio book. Because it's it's a book, but they're just reading it out loud. <laughs> it's just like a bedtime story. Come on, man. So anyway, we can go harp on this all day, but uh, or at least Andrew could. Uh, but yeah, I mean, regardless, I think it's cool that they're still getting more stuff out there. And the, the fact that it's a, a villain story, that's kind of interesting too. And it's going to give us a neat in, uh, kind of uh, introspection into this other side uh, that we haven't heard yet. So it's going to be pretty interesting. So we're going to move on to our rumors now. We have a couple more on those. So very first is Sebastian Stan. Stan the man shuts down rumors that he would or will play young Luke Skywalker. So I'm just going to say right off the bat, in previous episodes we have talked about how he was so open, and then all of a sudden, he's shutting it down. Every single time that's ever happened, that means that somebody's doing something with Disney. Every time that they've 
acted like that you know they wanted to do it. And all of a sudden, now they're so against it. It's because Disney's telling them, "Oh, act like you're against it because we want to make it a surprise to some degree." I'm not saying that is what's happening because this is just a rumor, but it seems like that's happened more times than not, especially with the Mandalorian series. So, what do you think about that? He didn't hear me. I'm putting him on the spot because I know he didn't hear me. I'm going to do it every episode until you stop doing this. So, basically, <laughs> like a three-year-old, I'll repeat myself, Sebastian Stan doesn't want to do this anymore, although he yeah. wanted to before. So that means most likely, as we've seen in The Mandalorian, he, he probably, a following? He probably <laughs> is doing it because... When did we go to rumors? <laughs> what are you talking about? You gave us the last <laughs> people... I can't work with it. anybody wants to audition for another co-host position. Someone who's actually going to listen to the stuff that we say. Oh my! Good grief. Oh man! <laughs> so we're on rumors. It's been a couple weeks. <laughs> we're on rumors, and we're on the first one. So oh, that's great. So what are you're you? Doing, you're doing a great job. Bro. So just, just forget anything I've said because you didn't hear anyway. So just. Oh, by the way, we're not looking for another co-host. <laughs> I don't know. Let's are we? Clear. Are we not? I might be. <laughs> well, okay. He heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yes. What is your thoughts on this first rumor here? I'll let you read it because I know <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> no, I, I I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. I think that Sebastian Stan cannot tell anyone he's playing Luke Skywalker if he is playing Luke Skywalker. Exactly. So it's just like all these other ones. He's gonna just boldface lie to people. Until it's official. What a liar. I mean, it's just the truth, right? I mean, they're, well, it's they, happened all, a they all do yeah. it. Um, even McGregor did it forever about coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, so. And that's, I, my, that's my point. If they're so like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. All of a sudden, snap a finger. No, no, I'm not doing it. Like, why? Yeah. What's the What was the change of heart? <laughs> so, yeah, most likely that means that there's probably something going on and not to say that it's a full-on he's coming back as luke but it's very possible that something's happening if he's changing his tune so quickly like that so it would be interesting i mean i've talked about it last time i think he's close enough to pull it off but they'd have to use a little studio magic but i, I you know and i have some deep-seated feelings about people reprising luke and all but i'd be up for it i guess what do you think yeah no i I'm in full support of him becoming Luke Skywalker. So I think if if this is if this is uh just a, a trick, you know, I get it, whatever. But let's make it happen. Hurtful. Yeah, I mean if we're gonna go this far into it and everybody's talking about it and he's made comments on on the affirmative and the negative because good grief at this point, we gotta get here's something. My take is like Mark Hamill can't be Luke Skywalker permanently. He cannot continue right. to, to be Luke Skywalker. So we have a decision to make. Mm-hmm. We either we either give up the character of Luke Skywalker and move on forever, or <laughs> we continue, We start to, to start to cast these characters, um, with different actors. And mm-hmm. I, you can say, well, with Han Solo it didn't work very well, and we've talked about that before. You know. Trying to mimic Harrison Ford is a, is very uh, difficult. Mm-hmm. Mark Hamill, on the other hand, it's a little easier. He's not. He's he's more. Um, I, I mean, like I love Mark Hamill, but you know, like his acting was not anything 
crazy it didn't in those stand movies, out right? from like you yeah. know any other person and really. exactly and so you know you get somebody like Sebastian Stan who looks very similar and I think he's going to be able to to kill the role. I really do. I think he can, he'll do mm. awesome. I, I said kill. Wow. I meant that in a, like a good way, that like is so not a, not a bad way. I very think ominous. He can, yeah, <laughs> I think he can go in and and really make a good Luke Skywalker. Yeah, if they choose to do that. But but they do have that decision. You know, they brought in they brought in Mark Hamill that one that one time uh, in at the end of the Mandalorian, and they they used Mark Hamill for that. And I thought that was great. I think it made sense. But like, if we're gonna see Luke Skywalker in a bigger role now again, and see him um, throughout multiple different series, etc., then you're gonna have to cast somebody, right? Yeah, because Mark Hamill, you can't just continue to use Mark Hamill's body with a digital face. It's just not gonna work if you're gonna actually start using him yeah. a lot. No, I completely agree. I mean, and like I said, and what you can get away with to some degree is that Luke, his character is he's supposed to be a bit of an everyman, right? Like everybody can relate to, everybody can understand him. Like Han Solo has very unique attributes. He's the bad boy. He has da 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 da. But Luke is supposed to be kind of like the underdog, right? He's just the kid who grew up wanting to go to Tashi Station, and now all of a sudden, you know, he's been chosen by the force and although he's an underdog and he has no experience he's slowly getting up there and he's being trained and also you know everybody can relate that so the point is is that i do think that especially since it's been so long since we've seen a young luke in real life or live action or whatever they probably could use a little studio magic and people will be a little more forgiving so yeah yeah that's it from all my thoughts on that so yeah i will we'll continue to update you guys on that as we go but i mean I'd be curious to see what some of your thoughts are on that. Do you guys yeah. think that Mark Hamill should, um, that, that, that role of Luke Skywalker is for Mark Hamill only, or are you guys open to seeing somebody else take on, take that role on? Let us know. Right. Uh, but moving on, uh, going back, talking about the Kenobi series a little bit more. Uh, one of the actresses that is, that is joining is, uh, as we said earlier, uh, Moses, and Moses Ingram, and she had a little something to say about that. Uh, she posted a picture of herself, and and she said, "I play with lightsabers." People just can't help themselves, can they? <laughs> they just can't. <laughs> they just can't help, help themselves. themselves. They just can't. Disney is just like shaking the cage. Hey, what are you doing? Um, no, for real though. That is very interesting, and that can lead into a lot of different things. We talked about possibly a younger Ahsoka, flashbacks, whatever, right? Perhaps an Inquisitor. Perhaps it's not even Inquisitor, but it's one of the, basically, the the, the Jedi hunting team. Uh, it could be a lot of different things, but the fact that we're going to see some... Or she's kind of, just being silly and... Or she's being dumb. Just, yeah. yeah. And, and she's not... She's just, oh, I'm part of Star Wars now, yeah, so, I so I play with, with lightsabers. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. <laughs> so it could, it could just be that, too. Something to throw us off, or again, just something to be funny. So, but again, if that does indicate that she, her character does, that could open to a lot of really interesting possibilities, though. Yeah, it could. And, of course, the two leading ones, like I was saying earlier, is it could be um, a younger Ahsoka. Because, you know, if you, you can't really use Rosario Dawson as a young Ahsoka. It's not really going to work, you know. I mean, they could potentially make it work, but... I, I say you just cast someone younger for it, right? Right. And then you have um, one of the the uh, 
there was a specific one I think they were saying that she might be mm-hmm. from the Inquisitors, but I can't remember. I can't remember which one people were really thinking it could be. But anyways, it could be even a new one, right? Like it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I we mean, don't. We still be... don't know how many Inquisitors there are. There's right. There's apparently quite a few because it goes up to like the twelfth or something exactly. that we've heard of. So. Yeah, we've only seen a handful of them. Yeah. So it could be even a new one for so sure. It could even be a new one and. Like I've said, I really hope we see Kenobi go against some other lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to see some of that lightsaber battles with with Obi-Wan Kenobi again. Yeah. So whether we get that, um, you know, I'm sure we'll get some kind of Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi rematch. We expect that, right? Well, even Kathleen Kennedy said the rematch of the century. Oh, that's true. true. But I think that it would be cool to see some inquisitors go after Kenobi. Right. It, it just makes sense with the story. It makes sense yeah, with yeah. if, if anyone's going to find out Kenobi's location, um, they send inquisitors after much less. Uh, you would think they would definitely send them after Kenobi. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we continue to hear about this clone group that might be coming. Maybe they have lightsabers. I don't know, but, Who knows? I, but I don't yeah. think that she would be a part of that. Right. Uh, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. So, right. I don't know. A lot of I don't know. pretty cool things there. Uh, again, it could just be her saying, I like lightsabers because I might be a part of Star Wars. So it could. I guess yeah. we'll find out. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out with, like, with everything here. We'll eventually find we'll out. We'll eventually <laughs> find out. So. All right. So our second to last uh, rumor for this week is the, about the Bad Batch. And we've already talked about it to some degree, but the Bad Batch composer that we were speaking about earlier, who's going over the soundtrack uh, for this season... He teases a new standout character. So Drew has a better definition of what that means for us. Yeah, so this is uh, this is interesting. Again, the com- the composer of Bad Batch is talking here um, and talking about a new standout character that is going to stand out for years to come. And they they this character has their own theme. Mm. The the full the full thing right um so the question has been who is this new standout character and have we already seen this standout character in the trailers uh one that people are really talking about here is the character omega have you Mm. noticed this character i guess not I, uh, i i'm not familiar so um, this is the blonde-headed child in the in the Bad Batch trailer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Actually, I remember that. That now. that appears to be um, a reoccurring character that's going to be in the series. On a side note, I I could possibly see it be Finnick Shand as well because we already know her. She's in Mandalorian quite a bit. She's in sure. Bad Batch, and so there's that distance of time that they kind of have to make up. So I could almost see her being a part of the uh, a lot of different things too, because she's kind of been a bigger character. But yeah, so I don't know. And the fact that they're going to create some character or or use something that's newer, uh, but man, to like use them a lot in the future and to give them their own theme song and everything, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty big deal. That's going to echo out through a lot of different Star Wars mediums in the future. So yeah, um, that is that is a big deal. Of course, we have sure. no idea who it is, but why not? Um, but the the assumption right now is that this Omega character is a female version of the Jango clones. 
I've heard that. Yeah, actually, now you say that. So I have heard that. we don't have any official confirmation of that. But if you look at her, she looks very similar to the to the clones, except she has blonde hair. Um, mm. But she is clearly stationed at the Camino facility, and um, and her facial features are very similar to that of the clones as children. So I think that's a safe bet. Well, I'm I'm looking on Screen Rant, and they they have the thing that says Star Wars: The Bad Batch wants to do Omega, whose name and appearance suggest that she's the final clone trooper made from Jango Fett's template. So and that it ended up being a female. I guess, yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, the, and then they say Bad Batch themselves are elite clone commandos with mutations, or in Echo's case, cybernetic modifications that make them particularly formidable. If Omega is the last clone. Uh, clone of Jango Fett, she also has a mutation or modification that sets her apart from her brethren, which could be that she's a female. Um, so I don't know, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of an interesting... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an interesting, interesting plot point, so whether like, it's the... So it, let's say it, if she ends up in live action one day, are they going to use... Um, are they going to use... Mo Kappa Tamira Morrison as a little Tamira school Morrison, girl. <laughs> they're going to make Tamira Morrison uh, put a wig on and, and, dre- and a dress and... Yes, I hope and so. And play her. I really hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> What is the precedent? it's a clone, so like, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Well, and then you also have Daniel... Blah, 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 yeah, yeah. That plays the... Yeah. Plays gonna, Boba, maybe they'll put him in a wig. Who knows? Yeah, put him in a wig. Yeah, so... <laughs> I think it would definitely be interesting to see. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. So, uh, yeah, I, I also saw some people saying, "Well, maybe this is, maybe this is a, a clone of Palpatine." Get out of here! Take a walk. It doesn't stop for you, people, does it? It just never ends with you, does it? It's never it's enough. It's never enough. <laughs> it's Omega Skywalker. <laughs> Omega Skywalker. Get out of here. <laughs> Hey guy. Uh yeah. So <laughs> anyway, getting excited. <laughs> so yeah, um that'll be interesting to see where that where that I, I'm interested to see where that whole story goes. Right. Um I, I will say from the trailer, um I think now more so than ever, I do believe that they're keeping a similar tone to Clone Wars. We talked about how maybe it would end up being darker, but I don't think so. Not based off what yeah, I saw. Yeah, probably not. And they have their typical child tag along now. Um, Which is a little disappointing, with, in my opinion. You know, but... Clone Wars had it. Rebels had it. Now um, now this has it. Now you can argue that people ended up growing to love every single one of those, Ahsoka and Ezra. Oh, yeah, sure. And sure, there's a lot of people that ended up liking them, so maybe we'll feel the same way about this child character. Um, but mm. I, I do think, though, that like this is going to remain that fa- very family-friendly, um, lighthearted, goofy sometimes, yeah, um, with darker tones as well. But yeah. I don't think they're completely getting rid of that side of it. Yeah. for this show which with the with the story plot it just to me it just only makes sense to be darker but it is what well, it no, is and yeah, only no, time shall the, tell the I story guess. that they're telling should be pretty dark right you would imagine um, yeah <laughs> and maybe it will get darker than clone wars sometimes but uh we'll see yeah we'll see so all right you want to take us off with our final yeah one? so our final rumor is one that i kind of expect yeah me too. um I, I don't think this would be surprising but this this rumor came out today 
Uh, and they're saying that um, there's now been some, a couple of sources saying that that Din Djarin will make an appearance in the Book of Boba Fett. I have no, yeah, no qualms with that. I mean, I, I kind of expected it as well. Well, so. and you have to remember when, when Kathleen Kennedy got up on stage and was talking about the, the shows, she said the next chapter of this story mm-hmm. was going to be in December, which now we know it was the Book of Boba Fett is what she right. was, was talking about. And if that's the next chapter of the story, um, it makes sense that that Din Djarin, who is arguably one of the biggest characters of this story they're telling, right, uh, is going to be included in that in some way. Well, now, is he going to be in every episode? I I doubt it. I don't right. think he's going to be in every episode. No, me either. But I think will he show up at some point? Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, especially towards the beginning, depending on how the story time uh, pans out linearly. Is that uh, basically at some point they're gonna have to touch on the fact that he leaves Din Jarn, uh, you know, Mando, and and goes off and did back to Tatooine, because um, there for a while, like he was kind of like indebted to him after he gave his armor back to be with him and help him and blah blah blah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's a very natural, and they went on several missions to get all this stuff. So I mean, it's only natural that there's a kind of a transitory point in which he moves from from being with them to this now this new crime lord and secondarily he's a he's a mandalorian or well uh uh din Djarin's a mandalorian and a bounty hunter so it's like who who's to say that once he sets up his little empire that he doesn't come back and get some more bounties or whatever right i don't know yeah um so yeah i mean to me i feel like it's expected that he's in it but i don't think he would be in it like more than just a couple times because they're wanting this to be a book of Boba Fett. It's Boba Fett's story, not Din Djarin's. Yeah, and and we've talked about it before, but like I'm hoping we get some flashbacks throughout Boba oh, Fett's yeah. life yeah. and uh, through different times. I, and I think I think we'll definitely continue to pro- to progress the the current story as well that we're seeing um, through the Mandalorian. But I would like to see some of that also, like showing what he would had been up to in those that that big span of time, right? Right. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about that? I do not. I All do right. Not. Well, let's jump into our releases. And so our releases for this week is we have um, Star Wars Bounty Hunters. The next issue of Star Wars Bounty Hunters will be out on Wednesday. That is all we got wow a little slim pickings baby slim pickings for now but you know things are we we just got this past week we just got the two newest issues of the high republic so we got like the the main one and then we also got the adventures one um and we also got um the dr afra novel or of the audio book so it just now came out so i'm gonna start (laughs) reading that and we also got the um um, the autobiography or not autobiography. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> Biography. <laughs> the, of, um, yeah. Of, of, uh, the uh, Skywalker family. Yeah. And so that's kind of cool too. So actually a lot of stuff came out this past week and I, I also want to mention this. I just finished, um, as I was headed back from vacation, I just finished, um, the last book in the Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Nice. Which was called um, Victory's Price. Wow. 
Pretty good. Very good. Nice. Um, awesome. What an awesome conclusion to that story. Uh, you know, like the the first one, I was like a little eh on the second mm-hmm. one. It got a little more interesting, but man, the third one just knocks it out of the park um, and really just wraps it up really well. Um, I I would encourage you guys to to read that trilogy if you haven't, especially if you're if you're a fan of like um, like if you really like space. Um, or like combat and stuff. There's a lot of, of that in it, which actually I'm not a huge fan of reading about that. But like, if you, if mm-hmm. you'll love this even more, if you are into that, if you're into just like the dark gritty, um, realism of war, mm-hmm. you're getting a lot of that here. And Alexander oh, okay. freed is, is really good at telling just like boots on the ground war stories. Right. Like it just, and what that's like for them. Like, right. you know, we, star Wars so much gets into the fantasy of it all, but like he gets, he gets more down to the nitty gritty of like, what's it like to live life as yeah. a soldier, you know? And that's a wars. pretty unique perspective. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And, and he's done that in a couple different novels, but like this whole trilogy is dealing with that and it's, it's really good stuff. And, um, and, and also this, this story has a lot to do with kind of following where Hera is at right. in this time. Right. And, and so that's also cool to see. So like, if you're a rebels fan and you want more of Hera, this is the most information we're getting out of Hera, um, in her timeline. So like, there's some good, really good points there with her and kind of seeing where her story might continue to go. So, uh, I just wanted to mention that, that like, it's, it's really great stuff and I, I highly encourage you guys to pick it up. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we are going to go ahead and move into our Q and a section. As you all know, we, uh, put posts on Facebook and on Instagram asking you all to ask us about questions, topics, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, even if it's just like a subject matter, we can talk about it. If it's a question that's you want to ask, whether it seems super simple or super hard or whatever. We want to answer it. We want to talk about it. So we're very thankful and grateful for you, those of you who continually uh, give us some stuff to talk about. But this week, we have three, and we have one left over, so the next one will be put into our uh, queue for next week. So the very first one is from Brandon Dukes, who is giving us a very classic meme. What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? So obviously, I think it's just kind of a joke. It wasn't really a true question, because it is a meme. But I figured we just for a quick, you know... Just for the fun of it, we could talk a little bit about the droid attack on the Wookiees and how actually it could be a pretty pivotal moment in the Star Wars story. Obviously, this meme and this exact quote comes from Kiati Mundi, uh, who is on the Jedi Council, of course, and he brings this up during a council meeting. And he is uh, is on a mission, I believe it was in Megiddo or whatever it's called, so he couldn't go help out the Wookiees um, on Kashyyyk. So that spurs Yoda to go and help them. Um, of course, which is a very, very big uh, plot point. And so Yoda would not have been at the temple during the time of Order 66 attack. So um, very interesting um, how that, that played out. Um, and who knows, maybe it was coordinated by Palpatine all along. I guess we really don't know much about that. Another interesting thing to think about as well is that uh, after the Empire took over, the Wookiees actually ended up becoming uh, an enslaved race of or species of people. Yeah. So what's actually interesting to think about is that the droid attack on the Wookiees, maybe it weakened them so much it left them susceptible to the Empire's control. So, interesting thing to think about. So, uh, our second question, which is uh, a question question, um, is 
from Kristen Perry who says it's kind of an odd one, but do you think that the Jedi would be allowed to have pets if they were if proven themselves to not have attachments? I have a very pretty specific thought on this, but Drew, what do you think? So I think um you could say that Jedi some Jedi do have pets. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know if that's like against, I honestly don't know if they have any like against, uh, if they have rules against that. Um, I mean, you, you could say, you could say that, you know, kind of like how she's saying you can't have uh, attachments and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wouldn't be allowed to. And I guess that makes sense. Um, but like, I know at least like in the higher public, they could have pets. Sure. And maybe as time yeah. goes on and we get into what we know, like from the prequels, right. maybe then they, they, that was something they couldn't have anymore because I'm a little more dogmatic. In their I can't beliefs, think yeah. of, I can't think of any, that anyone that had a pet. No, the closest the, thing that I can think of was, this, uh, was the uh, owl that followed Ahsoka, but again, she was the owl that was following her, and which is kind of the essence of, you know, she didn't really, yeah, it wasn't like her pet. You just kind of follow her around. It was representation of the sister in the forest, but anyway. So yeah, I personally can't think of a specific instance when a Jedi's had a pet yeah, either. I think the higher public is a little more loose on like relationships and stuff. And so um, I would say maybe that when they kind of tighten their grip on the whole no possessions and, and um, you know, no attachments, um, that maybe that's when pets kind of were like out the window. I, I, what I do think is interesting though, is, you know, they all get like droids and I feel like they do grow attachments to their droids. Yeah. I have something to say about that, but go ahead. Sorry. Well, it's just like, you know, like Anakin and R2D2. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously Anakin like greatly, deeply cares for R2D2 and the Jedi seem to be completely okay with that. (laughs) So, so the, okay. So I have a two parter. I have my main answer, but this is a sub answer that, that just got, I thought of because you mentioned this, mm-hmm. right? So the droid is a good inter- answer, but the way that they mitigate this is because every single mission, um, the main purpose, well, let me see what I'm going to say first. Every single mission that they go on, they wipe the droid's memory or they're supposed to, um, a, I think the primary purpose is to make sure that the droids, if they ever get destroyed or captured by the enemy doesn't have, you know, vital plans and things of that nature. But I do think to some degree, when you wipe a droid, it can't form this personality that we see in three C, uh, C3PO and R2D2. And of course, Anakin never did that. And of course, Anakin ended up, did end up falling to the dark side. But the point being is that like, that was one thing that he's always kind of flexing and bending the rules. And he did so, sort of have this attachment to R2D2 because he never wiped his memory bank and it formed this kind of bond with him because it has this like a little personality. So, moving to the broader question, though, you talk about can Jedi have pets? So, I will ask this broad question to you at home. What is the purpose of a pet? Well, in my opinion, it's either one of two things. It's either for companionship, attachment, mm-hmm. or for utility, such as like a canine uh, you know, rescue dog or, or a guide dog for a blind person. So, A having a pet for companionship and attachment literally goes against, you know, what they say. So that wouldn't be, you know, they wouldn't allow you to have a pet for that reason, because, you know, what if, what if a Sith or what if, what if one of the enemies held their, your, your pet hostage? Well, that's going to be an attachment that you have. But secondarily, A, B, you know, we talk about having pets for utility. Well, A, the, the, the Jedi don't really have a need for 
to have like specialized animals following them around. But also, anytime that we go to specific circumstances in which an animal can be used, then they utilize the force to connect with them, as we see through Ezra. Uh, we th- I think we see in the Clone Wars a couple times, maybe with Anakin or Obi-Wan, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but we see them utilize animals for their benefit through the force in specific circumstances where they naturally occur. They don't have a pet for that purpose along with them. You see what I'm saying? So just my, my opinion, I don't think that they would ever have pets or be allowed to have pets because they wouldn't, wouldn't be able to have them for attachment and they wouldn't need them for a purpose. So that's my thoughts on that. Uh, anything else you want to add to that before we move on? I think it's good. Okay. So our third and final question for this week comes from Miss Ava Patton, who goes to our church's school and a friend of Kristen's. Uh, very thankful for the question. Um, she says, how, and this is a really good question. This is actually something I was just talking about uh, with somebody the other day. So it's really appropriate. How do you think that Darth Vader was able to use the force through all of his robotic appendages? Because the force only moves through living things. Or did he just use the remaining pieces of his organic body? So fantastic question, first of all. That's really good. Um, so yes, you're absolutely right. The, the, the body or organic material, living things, is a conduit for the living force. So that's why robots can't use the force, right? Because they're not living. So this is... This is the problem for Darth Vader. He loses his limbs. He loses other parts of his body. So there's for a big majority of his organic living tissue on his body is now cut off. And also we know that as much as uh, many times we hate it, uh, the force is measured through midichlorians. And then now he doesn't have as much blood flowing through his body. So therefore probably less midichlorians. So the point is, is that yes, he is able to utilize the force because he still is human. Now, he has cybernetic components, but he still is human. He still has a core body and a head and all this stuff like that, so the Force can move through him. But it is theorized that Darth Vader was actually a lot less powerful than he could have been if he wasn't dismembered because there's such a significant less amount of organic material on him that could be used as a conduit for the living Force. What do you think on that? Mm. Um... Hmm. I don't know. I I don't necessarily know that I that I think it matters how much you have because that I mean if you go by that then the bigger you are the more force you would have, right? Well, and I do think and it's I, dependent on how much because you you could be huge, but if you don't have the midichlorians, then it doesn't really matter. Well, exactly. Right? I think I think that the um the M count as they like to call it now because they don't want to yeah. actually say midichlorian and make people mad. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think I think that is a that appears to be the the one of the most important um, aspects of this and right. is the M count, and that that kind of goes to show how much you have now. Yeah, like with you, like how could Vader use it? You have to um, remember that, like when Vader stretches out his hand and uses the force, it's not, the force isn't technically coming out of his hand, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it is a, at least in my mind, the force is, is kind of just like 
they move the force in a sense, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They, they're they moving it more so than think something coming out of them. They're moving something that's already there. <clears throat> right. It, it kind of. They're able to manipulate the force that, that surrounds everything. That surrounds them. Yeah. More so than something coming out of them. And so right. it, it to me, the for, a lot of what the where the force is, I, I think, kind of has to do with like in their in their mind, right? Mm-hmm. I think their mind is one of the most powerful aspects of 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 making the force move. Now the blood of course is what or the, the M count, which is, um, I assume is in the, in the blood. Well, they, right? they take blood samples of yeah, phantom so, menace to measure that. So, so yeah. of course that plays a heavy role in it, but I think it also in, in with the mind as well. So with Vader, he has, how much blood does he have in him? And, if he did have all his limbs, would he have more blood? Would that make the M count higher? I don't know. Well, like I said, and that's and, why it's kind of a theorization. We really right. don't know. And that. so when you look at it that way, maybe, maybe the if he had it, all of his limbs and everything was was normal, there would maybe be more blood, and would that make the M count higher, or does the M count stay the same no matter what? It is. You know, a, I guess. What is the source of the M count? It's a. It's I think a, that's it's a, a very scientific. Um, I think the issue is, and I think that's a great discussion. That's not even the question. I kind of brought that up, and I'm realizing, like, okay, we're getting derailed here. What was your question? The original exactly? question was, how does he use the force with all his robotic appendages? Is it because the force only moves through uh, living materials? No, or well, did, I think I kind of answered that. We it's, did. I'm saying we kind of. Well, yeah. Debased. It's, it. <laughs> yeah, like you know, he's not. Mo- the the force isn't coming from his that robotic hand. Right. He's moving the force or manipulating the force. um, Right. But it's not because of that. Right. At the end of the day, only living things can manipulate the living force. And the fact of the matter is, while he does does have a lot of his appendages and stuff cut off, he still is a living thing, right? A living person. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the long and short of it. We can probably talk a lot more on the, the theory about the force and where it comes from. But... Anyway, Ava, I hope that answers your question. Kristen, Brandon, great questions, fun stuff to talk about. Uh, We, again, are so very thankful for everybody who has uh, continually given us stuff to talk about every single week. (laughs) I know it probably uh, taxes you guys a little bit, and we apologize for that, but we're very thankful for that. Uh, It is an integral part of our podcast, and I think it is one of the better parts of it, of course. So thank you for that. We appreciate your continued support. And uh, we, we appreciate you guys. But without further ado. Yeah. So, again, thank you all so much for supporting us. Uh, just a reminder that May 4th is Star Wars Day. We're going to be having a big Star Wars Day celebration live stream that you'll be able to catch on Facebook. Um, so make sure that you go ahead, set your calendars for that. We don't oh, have yeah. an exact time yet, but we'll keep you guys um, in the loop about that as we get closer um, but we want to thank everyone so much for the support. You can go check out our GoFundMe. We would love your support there. Also, our merch store. Uh, we have some t-shirts there if you're interested. Please go like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. Also, go follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Um, and also our YouTube. Uh, we leave our YouTube out a lot, but we do have a <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Um, you can go and and we do not have video content yet 
or we have a couple videos on there, but we don't have uh, consistent video content yet, but we right. hope to soon, and you will be able to find all that on our YouTube, as well as this podcast in audio form on YouTube as well. So, but until next time, may the force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal.